Welcome to Casual Everything. Actually, no. Welcome to Casual Sports. This isn't everything. This is just the sports. There's no Deadly D here. This is episode two. It's just myself, Joe, and the Fen Man with me. Fen, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Joe. Ready to talk some sports, playoff hockey, playoff hoops. Let's do this. Speaking of playoff hockey, speaking of playoff hoops, Tom Brady's suspension got upheld. Or reinstated, or whatever. And uh, just just time me for, for seven to ten seconds as I will sum this up. Who fucking cares? If you give a fuck about Deflategate and you think the Patriots are a bunch of fucking cheaters... Take a long, hard look in the mirror, because that shit's on you. Better yourself. It doesn't fucking matter. It's definitely not cheating. If you think that's cheating, then everything always is cheating. Just everything is cheating. All right. Okay. I think you just hit the limit there for NFL talk. There you go. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Now, despite what ESPN thinks with the draft being the most impressing thing, there are multiple sports in the playoffs right now. And as a Bengal fan, just text me which receiver they get. I don't need to watch the draft. So. Exactly. I just, I just, I just, you know. I'm not doing it. I'm not in the room. Like, I have no influence. Just text me on draft night who we took. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. If it was that. just baseball season, then yeah. I'm deep diving it. I'm doing my own scouting report. I'm trying to host pro days. But That's true. It's not. Yeah. There is, there really isn't basketball season yet. Let's just let's just knock basketball out really quick. It's the first yeah. round, and there are, depending on who you ask, three to six good NBA teams. It's just so top heavy, and so this first round just doesn't matter. And now Steph Curry is hurt, and it's just depressing. Now, instead of waiting for the second round with excitement, there's a little, fuck, I hope he comes back. After a fluke injury, slipping on a wet spot on the floor. I mean, Yeah, can you say quickest injury ever for the Towboy to get fired? Like, that's the one thing. That's your one job, the Towboy. It's just a large back and forth sequence. But, yeah, no, it's it's such a bummer. If if he's out... And they get eliminated because of it. This is right up there with like the Rockets winning the title when Jordan was playing baseball. With oh yeah, with I mean just, who sneaks? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have to beat him, or it's a fluky year? Like he has to be eliminated on the court, or we're just mm-hmm. acknowledging that it's. I don't know. I imagine something like this probably happened when Bill Walton went down for that great Blazers team. I don't know who won back then. I. I'm just assuming there was a void. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's just, you know, it's a kind of season that's, we've all been watching the Warriors. We, we've we been kind of following this whole magical season they've been having. And, and uh, uh, including their win record that they've, you know, gone up with the Bulls. 73 win. wins. 73, 73 wins. wins. There was a piece before... The NBA season, I forget whose quote it was. It was Phil Jackson, whoever it was. There was somebody involved with that org- with that team. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if it could ever be repeated, but if it did, it would be on the East Coast because East Coast teams aren't switching time zones and elevation as frequently. Mm. And then, boom. Okay. 
yeah. the Warriors do it. Yeah, you can see these flight maps of how far teams have flown. Oh, it's insane. The Warrior, the Warriors, and like the Southern California teams, all the Western Conference teams are so much more, so yeah. much more. They have to fly from San Francisco to Portland to play in their division. I mean, <clears throat> I think the thing, the thing NBA I would say is that <laughs> that uh, I I've like it seems like the West Western Conference for puck and hoops of late has been just incredibly strong and i know they have to travel a ton but i almost feel like the weather is also like an underlier here you get to fly back to the west coast where the weather is usually pretty great um comparatively speaking having to fly back to like new york city in the middle of december yeah but like, you got you got longer flights i know you've got, know, yeah, you got time zone changes all the time and you're it playing at a lot different elevations. Yeah, it makes the record that much more yeah. you know, monumental when you have to fly so much. And No, it's incredible. So it's crazy. It's it's We're not the first people to say it's incredible. We're not going to be the last people to say it's incredible. I will be lobbying for this team as one of the three greatest teams of all time, for sure. I'm not these older NBA players that are like, they got lucky last year with injuries. Everybody gets lucky. It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Those Miami Heat teams are really lucky that Derrick Rose got hurt, but nobody yeah. nobody brings that up with them. There's just there's a long line. The Spurs were lucky that OKC was never healthy because the Spurs always had trouble before Kawhi truly developed with their athleticism. But Westbrook, Durant, and Ibaka were never healthy at the same time. But nobody goes, oh, the Spurs are really lucky. Like that's not. It's only this Warriors team because of the fact that for some reason they're the definition of jump shooting. Yeah, they're insane. They're but the Spurs. The Spurs take so many jump shots. Like those Spurs teams took so many jump shots, and everyone thinks they're this post up team because yeah. Tim Duncan is super famous and a power forward. But mm. that's not where their offense flows. It's driving, kick, driving, kick, driving, kick. Yeah, which is the open three. Because you have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson both just crushing. Uh, made. Uh, Dude, they had the. They had the most three-pointers made in a season by their point guard and the third most three-pointers made in a season by their shooting guard in the same year. Was it 400 by Steph? Yeah, he's the first player to ever hit 300 and 400 in the same year. Yeah, no big deal. The only comparison I've ever heard that makes sense is like the season before Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs, he hit like 29 or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. All right, so this is a thing. Yeah. This is just something he's just going to do now. But... Fuck hoops, man. We'll get to hoops in the second round. We don't need to talk. We don't need to talk any of these fucking basketball. I mean, there's just nobody's playing of consequence right now. Portland and oh, Portland and the Clippers are tied. Like oh, it doesn't. Yeah, whoever wins that series has to play the Warriors. So good luck with that. Yeah, but I mean, if they, you know, if they if they can get up like two one or three one on a Warriorless Steph by the time Steph comes back. If he's even close to 100%. Like, it's a real thing now. The Spurs are the favorite in Vegas. But look at this. We're talking about fucking hoops again. Guys, we gotta stop this shit. I know. Back to the NFL draft. Yeah, so, back to the NFL draft. Quarterbacks going one and two. Gotta, gotta talk football. Gotta talk football all the time. Fucking I got a... round uh, sport. Incredible. The, uh... I, I, of course, is the... I'm the uh, the pod expert on the CFL. Uh, the the <laughs> Saskatchewan Rough Rider Stadium is coming along quite smoothly. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was gonna do Rough Riders anthem, but then I remembered oh, I'm, not nice. musically, I'm not musically talented, and now it's on the record. Um, but yeah, uh, 
since we've uh, already gone over our time for football talk this pod, uh, I think we have a monumental hockey game that happened just before we got on air for the pod. Um, <sighs> a sad, sad turn of events for the Chicago uh, fan base, um, which I believe is where Joe is uh, potting in from tonight. Um, I like that we're using potting as a verb. Or I don't outing know. that I don't know how grammar works. One of those two I things just happened. I just kind of do it, and I just do it until someone tells me it's wrong. Like I put uh, commas at the end of my sentences. I don't know. I just do it. But I've been um, uh, I've been using semicolons every now and then lately. Just throwing them out there. There you go. Just waiting for somebody to correct me because if somebody corrects me, I kind of feel like oh, this is he's the semicolon. Like this is clearly a learned man. This is a learned oh. individual. Yeah, pinky up. Like this, he. I, I feel like this isn't. I mean, I don't know what semicolon context is. I feel like he might have used it right. So I feel like it makes me look smarter amongst the ignorant and really dumb amongst the educated. As he's putting cliff notes into his anti-federalist papers book. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's me. That's my lifestyle. That's how that's I choose to live. At Starbucks, of course. <laughs> Just like but, to leave a constitutional law book open in a Starbucks while I. Uh, play clash of clans on my phone or some nonsense like that <laughs> but um just some light reading nah, so yeah. full disclosure being this is the first edition of casual sports um we are both from alaska so there is no pocket of like hometown teams nobody nobody on either end of this of these microphones is through and through seattle or through and through new york anything like that there's no origin and so living in chicago now for a while i've latched on to the blackhawks because it turns out living in the city with the stanley club playoff run is like the most fun it's just the most fun it turns every bar into a good time like a bar that's like shitty 11 months out of the year if your team is in the stanley cup playoffs and your city cares that's a great bar that's a great bar for a month nice nice and they fucking lost today I can't believe the Kings and the Blackhawks are out in the in the first round. It's just crazy that they're both eliminated. Parody. NHL first round is nuts so this oh, year. Oh, it's ama- it's amazing. It's just fucking insane. I it's just yeah, it's just I mean I can't even talk right now. I'm just flabbergasted. Did you yeah. did you did you get to catch most of that Hawks game tonight? Yeah, I did. I did catch uh, a good percentage of it. You I can't like to see just go- me right now. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just cracked back a little um, we don't have any allegiances or any teams we align with uh, up in Alaska or anything, but we do have um, a university here, and one of the alum uh, who played hockey at the, the University of Alaska has been crushing it for St. Louis on the on the, the D, uh, D side of the puck, and... Um, Tons of people here that I know have just been trying to follow this kid and see how he's been doing, and that that's the only way we would really follow folks in the pros or anything like that if they play uh, at one of the universities up here or anything like that and go on. Or they're so, from up there. Shout out Scott Gomez. Not yes, forgotten. Gomez. The first Hispanic ever to play in the NHL. From <laughs> also the only Hispanic from Alaska. We went one for one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Carlos Boozer? No. Well no, played. No. No, no. I don't know the Booze Cruise's origin story. He, I, can't, won, I can't comfortably say. 
two two straight two straight state titles at Juno. I so, saw the high school tournament his senior year. Yeah, I think it was his senior year. Was in our hometown. Respect. When he, I think he was committed to Duke, and that's why my dad took me. And it yeah. was just this is stupid. It wasn't even fun to watch. But um, but anyway, so Colton Pareko. So Colton Pareko. Yeah. This, so I got a, I got a, I got an anecdote for you. Yeah, go ahead. So my little cousin Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently. Pareko was at like a like a puppy practice for the ice dogs. You want to tell oh, them yeah. who the ice dogs are? Oh, the ice dogs are the uh, junior A hockey team here in uh, in Fairbanks. They play in the North American Hockey League. So my they cousin play. Thomas, you know, he's yeah. like three, four years old at the puppy practice or whatever. Yeah. And Pareko spent apparently the entire practice teaching my cousin Thomas how to skate. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I'm officially like have to be all in on the blues now. Yeah, you do. The kids came over. He's the uh, he's the alum that was the captain of our university hockey team here at the University of Alaska for the Nanooks, and now is the rookie defenseman for the Blues, who coincidentally scored one of the goals in Game Seven tonight. To speaking of of goals in Game Seven tonight, um, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and just pour out all of my water for Carl Crawford. Even though he gave up three goals, was such an animal tonight in that game. Uh, Corey Crawford. Corey Crawford. Sorry. It's okay. Corey, Corey Crawford was so good. He was so good in that game. He yeah. had a couple of absolute monster saves. When it was up, when it was two two, the Blues had just a blitzkrieg of looks, and he had some glove saves. He was just on point. Like, he didn't give up, like, the host of Snipe that made it 2-2. Like, there were no – he just got beat. Like, all of those goals were, that's just going to happen. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, no – I don't put any – I don't put any of the three on him, personally. No, I mean, the the Pareko goal, of course, was a bomb because that's what that guy does. He just just fires him off. Yeah, and it's going in. If it hits you, it's going to break your arm and then go in. And then um, the final goal was just like the guy would not be denied on St. Louis. It was tipped, and I don't think Crawford saw it. It hit the post. And the crazy thing was of that goal, the final goal, he missed it like four times, and then he finally put it on the backhand. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to bring it up, but, you know, he, he missed it, missed it, and then he was falling over and it hit it in the backhand. It was like, what is going on? How do you miss it that many times? And then, you know, he obviously scored, but. Well, know, I mean, the fucking Blackhawks are a two poster away from it being a 3 3 game. Yeah. I mean, I think that was Ladd who hit both posts. It was just like, jeez. That's, that's just brutal. But I hate to say it. I hate to be the guy, the podcast, first podcast to do this, but I called it game seven. Seven games. Yeah, but you called Hawks in seven. I mean, I might have been doing a little reverse psychology because I have a Homer guy on the blue line for St. Louis. No, no, you did not reverse jinx this. You do not get to take credit (laughs) with a partial credit and then a reverse jinx. That is absolute bullshit. I did call Hawks in seven. I have much love for... I called Hawks in six. I thought we'd win at home. Yeah. It's... um, it's a huge moment for St. Louis too because oh my god, those poor people in St. Louis. Chicago 
the last three years or gone out in the first round, I think, the last four years, and they've had... It's not like their teams haven't been solid. They've had solid teams. It's just they got yeah, but they up. haven't had like success. They right. Made, they made the Stanley Cup each of their first three years, and I don't think they've been back since. Uh, the final. Yeah. Yeah the the Blues. Yeah, they haven't been to a final in decades. And I think, yeah. if I'm correct, the, uh, coach- the Flyers, Islanders, Oilers, Flames, Penguins, Devils, Avalanche, Stars, Lightning, Hurricane, Ducks, and Kings have all become a team and won the cup since the Blues were in the finals. Yeah, that's um, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty that's big brutal. gap. There. That's, that's a big brutal. gap, and they've had good teams. Like it's just like. You know, they just can't get over the the hump or whatever. They've always had to play some tough team in the first round or they just fall apart. So I'm really interested to see how St. Louis goes on in their next next series against Dallas, which is a whole other story. They're just a freaking juggernaut of snipers. Uh, you got Jamie Benn, Patrick Sharp. Dude, you Sagan's got, back. There's just, Sagan's there's just goals back. everywhere. Well, and I would be a Blackhawks oh. fan if I didn't point out Oduya. Oh, do ya? The beast on the blue line. Freaking Spezza, yeah. I believe. It's Spezza. That's painful for me to say, but yes, they have Spezza. Yeah, I'll just um, put that on the record. Fenner was a diehard Ottawa Senators fan. Diehard, and they have Dallas has um, Jason Spezza, who was on the t- on Ottawa forever, his whole career, and then just decided he needed okay. a new we don't, scenery. We don't need the backstory of your pain. Uh, <laughs> it just hurts so much. It's so so raw, but uh, no. St. Louis going up against Dallas in the next round will be really interesting with Dallas just being a freaking sniping brigade. And St. Louis, uh, I think, will probably play some lockdown D on Dallas. It'll be interesting. St. Louis is huge. They are fucking huge. I mean, the kid from from, uh, the university here in Alaska is a giant. Like, we're not talking this is just a little kid. Who's going on? No, he's got the hardest shot in the league, if not, you know, top three. I mean, just fucking bombs it. He's huge. He's like 6'5, pushing 6'6 on skates. It's frightening. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, series against Dallas. I think Dallas is up in for a rude awakening, being pushed around. And St. Louis has goal scorers, too. So yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like, you look at the Blackhawks, like, they got out hit in every game. They got just beat up. It was like two to one ratio of hits, yeah. and they went seven games. Yeah, Dallas can hit, and they've got you know they don't have anybody like like Patrick Kane level, but they got Sagan. But Bell and Sagan, Bell is effective, and Sagan is just a playmaker. Uh, Jamie Ben, can, yeah, Jamie Ben. Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm all over the. Uh, I got fucking Sports Center on right now, so every time. I read an image of somebody on the screen. That just becomes the last name of the next person I'm going to talk about. Nice. Little technical difficulties. Uh, in a bit of a rainstorm here. Uh, my apologies, everyone. But oh, yeah. um, Let's get that weather update. Yeah. Fenno in the chopper. <laughs> in the weather chopper here, John. But... Uh, no, I think Dallas 
It'll be a really good series. I mean, I predict, obviously... Yeah, what do you got? Hoping, Give me the rundown. Give me your... St. Louis will pull it through probably in six games, but Dallas, I think... I'm pretty sure Dallas is the higher seed in that series. So Dallas is the higher first. seed. Um, so I think St. Louis could pull it out in six uh, at home, you know, since that would be at home. But they can't they can't get into a track shoot with Dallas. Dallas, you can't do that, you know. Dallas, like last like to talk about Dallas's final game, they they just um they put away Minnesota the other night and they were up four nothing. And then Minnesota comes back and goes four three with like ten minutes left. And Dallas is like, mm, we're gonna step back on the gas and score two more goals. Are you done now? And then Minnesota scores again. And uh, and then the game just ends five uh, four. Dude, and Dallas can just put him in the net. They just put yeah. him in the net. Dallas just does what Dallas does, and Jamie Ben is just flying under the radar. Yeah, like the two regular season powerhouses, like they weren't on like the level that the Capitals were, but they were at one point. Yeah, and they looked so much more like a powerhouse than the Capitals did. But it helps they don't have the Capitals baggage though. The Capitals like watching the Capitals and just like, is this it? Is this where they fall apart? Just waiting for them to fall apart. Because I assume they're going to fall apart. They're a DC sports team. They fall apart. It's true. It's true. They fall apart. Um, but the Caps. They don't have teams that win. They don't get a vote in the Senate. It's true. It's true. They're folks. downtrodden people. I lived there for a while. It's a frightening place. It's a frightening place. Don't make eye contact on the Metro. But. Um, Who do you like? Caps, yeah. Penguins, gut, gut instinct. Go. Who wins the series? Caps, Penguins, Caps. Caps? It's got to be Caps. Got to be Caps? Islanders, Lightning, go. Don't think about it. Just go. Say it. Got I like the Islanders. I do, I like too. Yeah. I do, too. Harris, what a champion. I like that they're playing hockey in Brooklyn. Like, I feel bad yeah. for the people of Long Island that they finally got a playoff series win, and it's, it's not train. on Long Island. They can take a train to I Brooklyn. Have, I, I have no idea how New York commute times work, and neither do you. I don't. I've talked to yeah. people from New York. And I'm pretty sure they have a metro. So guess what? I think they call it a subway, like just for the record. But um, sorry, I was in DC. Whatever the like, fuck, I don't know. Like, but um, but no, no, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting the for captain, the Islanders. The, the Islanders captain turned into a hero from a doesn't monster doesn't monster play by Tavares. Tavares scores the tying goal against Florida, who, by the way, had a record-setting season, and everyone thought. The old man Yammer Yager would take Florida to the promised land, or at least the second round. I mean, they were a one seed that lost the wild card. I mean, they, put yeah, it in perspective. Exactly. Like, it was a legitimate upset. A legit upset. But at the same time, the Islanders are a legit team. They got John Tavares. They got Acaposo. You know, they got, you know. Like, here's, so, the, here's the difference between hockey and the NBA. The one seed, because they just do one seed wild card, one, two, three wild card, one, two, three wild card. Yeah. And so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ducks, Minnesota. What's well, a one seed wild card? Uh, it went six games. Um, or no, sorry, Dallas Wild went six games. Ducks, right, right. Nashville, go into a game seven. Go into a game seven. That's nuts. Yeah. Capitals, Philly went to went six. To six. Yeah. Islanders, Panthers went to six. Six. Yep. One eight two seven one eight two seven in the NBA is almost almost always boring. They yeah. never go six. That being said, this like Pacers Raptors series is probably going to go six, but neither of those teams are like championship contenders in anyone's mind. 
Yeah, and now, I mean, essentially, with the Kings and the Hawks out of the playoffs now, it's almost like a free-for-all. Like, who could win this thing? Almost anybody. I mean, I think maybe two teams out of the East could really push the Caps um, or the Lightning. But obviously, Fuck I hope... the Lightning. I know, I know, but it, it, the Lightning... Look, I, we, we gotta get something... I gotta, I gotta just put something out there in the recorded universe since we're doing our first pod mostly on Puck here. Um, this podcast will continue to and always has rooted against Arizona, California, and Florida hockey. It's true. Even though we're both in uh, agreement that we're really excited about Austin Matthews. If anybody doesn't know who he is, look up his YouTube. Yeah, He's do a YouTube. Cute. Check out the, the hoop mix version. You know, Check out the highlight yeah. reel. Dude's a stud. I look forward to him being, you know, like the 19th forward or winger taken by Toronto or Edmonton, whoever has the first overall pick. Uh, uh, That's just frustrating. Trade Trade the pick. Trade something. Hashtag trade the pick. Trade him (laughs) back to his homeland at least. That doesn't always work, man. The Browns have had two first-round picks in four out of like the last six drafts. They're garbage. It kind of depends on who's doing the, the drafting. But no, you've heard my longstanding theory of just draw the Mason-Dixon line again and just put NASCAR below it and hockey above it. It makes sense. But at the same time, the the NHL just can't stay away from those big markets. They just no. can't. Atlanta, they've been there twice. Phoenix, I'm pretty sure the league still owns How the are team. you in Carolina and not in the Northwest? I don't know. Like I have Oregon, no how the team in Washington... Carolina. I mean, how is that whole region? I mean, shit, I bet Omaha, Nebraska would turn out, honestly. Omaha turns out for their university team, and yeah. they have a really good junior hockey team there. It's crazy. Kansas City's ready to watch Puck. They're ready to go. Yeah. Granted, it defeats the Mason-Dixon line thing, but they're ready to go. That's okay. That's they okay. got good sports fans in Kansas City. Swing state, swing state. I think but, if you have like a, like a like a heavy food as like your regional dish... Yeah, your like safe money is you're gonna be like good sports fans if you're like known for like Chicago is like known for deep dish pizza. Like these are good sports fans. What would you say, St. Seattle? Louis? St. Louis? I don't I don't know what St. Louis is known for. They've already just lost a football team they didn't show up for. What would you say Seattle's food is? Is it chowder? Seattle. Yeah, aren't they, don't, they, don't they tag in on chowder? Don't they get to also be the chowder one? Because Boston also kind of claims baked beans. I feel like Boston also claims chowder. New England does. Well, they make it different. Like, there's a New England-style clam chowder. Okay, I would say, yeah, if they put salmon in their chowder in Seattle. Yeah, I think they do a seafood chowder. Seafood chowder, okay, okay. Or I just say coffee, since it's Seattle. Although, you know, you got your your regional... Stadium foods. Yeah. And um, so like out here, Leghorn Chicken and Biscuits in the United Center now. The nice. Pimenti Brothers we had at the Pittsburgh Stadium. Uh, that was a great place. Big shout, shout out. Big shout out to the Pimenti Brothers. Um, yes. If you are ever in Pittsburgh and you don't go there, don't tell anyone you were in Pittsburgh. Because that's <laughs> embarrassing. Granted, we just stumbled upon it, but... It was delish. It was the first thing recommended when we asked where should we eat for a reason. Couldn't stop going back. My God. But what I was saying, what I brought that up with is 
Safeco Field in Seattle is known for garlic fries. Ooh. And having solid beer. Mm, yeah. And they're a high-quality garlic fry. And then for a while, the Seahawks Stadium was the only stadium, I believe it was Seahawks Stadium, it was the only stadium in America not sponsored by Pepsi or Coke. Because hmm. she owns soda. Oh, right, right. from Seattle. Yeah. So, I just, I just don't understand how there's not hockey up there. It's so crazy. And... I would point out that Seattle and Portland have supported 100% two of the top tier junior hockey teams in the U.S. who play in uh, one of the top junior hockey leagues in Canada in the Western Hockey League. Seattle and the Thunderbirds and Portland and the Winterhawks. And both of them have produced tons of top end talent in the NHL. Well, and we could have a Seattle-Vancouver I mean, rivalry. No, exactly. I mean, this Which just is needs the- to happen. They'd be the most stoned, chill, anger ever. And the thing is, in the Northwest, they don't just come out for like one sport. Everything. No, they show up for anything. Anytime and- Seattle and Portland can play each other at something, they show up. And um, in the MLS, all three of those cities, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, I'm pretty sure play each other in like yeah. some regional thing. They really want to play each other at stuff. They just hate each Especially other. Especially Seattle and Portland. Oh, yeah, Seattle Seattle and Portland, like, hoops rivalry is, like, coming up in the system. Yeah. Like, they're, uh, they're sort of version of, like, the Drew League and stuff. Yeah. That's real. That's a real rivalry. Yeah. Shout out to Jamal Crawford, the sort of godfather of Seattle basketball. Or at yeah. least the current one, the current patriarch. Understood. Understood. Also, also. RIP Brandon Roy. Gone for not forgot- forgotten. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Sean Camp, uh, Gary Payton, also that too. I don't know where Payton's from. I mean, he went to Oregon State. I have no idea. I was just shouting out to them since they played in Seattle. That's true. That's true. Deadlift Shrimp. We'll just go down the Lord. We'll just let's just start naming Sonics. <laughs> R.P. Sonics. R.P. Sonics. But um, yeah, no, the Northwest would be a spectacular location for an NHL team. But sadly, the NHL Board of Governors is pretty much. Uh, I don't know what they've been sniffing, if it's paint fumes or paint thinner. I don't know. That's why they're putting a team in Vegas probably. So that'll be great. Talking about a horrible move. Just an all-time terrible move. Yeah, it's bad. Nobody, like, come on. I don't I don't get it. I hope it doesn't go through. I hope it doesn't happen. You know, I mean, you got Seattle, you got Portland, you got Kansas City, even Quebec City. I'd be fine with another team in Quebec. A beautiful place up there. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, move on to the next playoff series here. Uh, the Islanders, as we said before, cr- came back, defeated the higher seed Panthers with a magnificent, magical overtime goal. Right, we've covered Tavares. We've covered Tavares. I just, I just wanna, you're on the record. You're, yeah, but I, you, like, by bringing it up again, it's clear that like man forward. crush status I, is real. I do have a man crush status on John Tavares. I just wanted to... Is that who you're rooting for the most? Everybody left? John Tavares on the east? John Tavares and Ovi. Ovi and John Tavares. Yeah, that'll, are, be a, that'll be a battle of heart. Yeah. And Islanders, course, Capitals, long-suffering. Brooklyn. But anyways, like I was going to say. I'm rooting for Ovi, though. So let me just uh, finish this little thought here. John okay. Tavares uh, scores with a minute left in the game to tie it against the Panthers, the higher seed, at home in Brooklyn, which is like Brooklyn hockey, like you said. What? This is happening? This is happening. It's they're a hipster fan base. They're ready to get on board with a peculiar it's sport. Hard. And their basketball team's a joke. 
So yeah, so double overtime. John Tavares does a shot, gets his rebound, gets goes around the net for a wraparound and scores, and it's just bedlam in Brooklyn. And they end their twenty, I believe, it was a twenty-three year drought that they hadn't won a playoff series. Yeah, something so, like that. It was like ninety-three or some shit like that. Big, big shout out to the Islanders. I can't wait to see them in the next round. And big, uh, big shout out to Tavares for getting that rebound so clean. Tavares, yeah, it's a really, really interesting team going forward. Uh, they'll be playing the Lightning, and then I can't believe we haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah, we don't really care about the Lightning, folks. We don't care. No, fuck so, the Lightning. The next, the next series. Which will be the most anticipated of the next round? Ovi, Sidney Crosby. Let's hear it. Who do you got, Joe? Let's go. I think you said the Caps before, but who do you got? Uh, my heart is with Ovi, although I've always liked Malkin. Gino. Um, yeah, big fan. I basically I'm a big fan of anybody that's ever been on 24/7 on HBO. Like, if you just want me to be your fan, just put your team on that show. So frustrated. Bruce Brudeau, I'm right here. I'm right yeah, here for you. NHL couldn't figure out a contract to continue that series yeah. with HBO. I don't get it. Embarrassing. It was so good. It was so good. But um, Ovi's mom making him food. I haven't forgotten that. Packing his PlayStation for a road trip. I haven't forgotten that. When you meet the legend, you hug the legend. That's the best Kobe Bryant quote from Alexander Ovechkin. So to yeah. run it back down, he appreciates Russian home cooking. He packs a PlayStation, and he had the best Kobe Bryant quote from a year of too much Kobe. Um, mm. It's Ovi. It's yes. Ovi. It's Ovi in my heart, through and through. Nice. Um, he's definitely on the brink of being the the sort of Charles Barkley of the NHL. Climbing yeah. up that best guy to not win a cup ranking. Yeah. And I don't want that. No. I, I think no. he's, I mean, he's just, he's the absolute most dominant player of mm-hmm. this this era of hockey, this this time period of watching it. You know, when you just, when you lock down this, this sort of Crosby, Obi, Taves, Kane, just this era of this current generation of stars um it's he needs to win yeah he needs to I, win i really really i think a lot of people are pulling for ovi to win and everybody he's so likable yeah he's so likable i mean because he hits he hits he's he, a goal he scorer hits. who hits are you kidding fights. me he loves to score goals. Like he doesn't just score goals and doesn't celebrate. He celebrates like it's his first goal he's ever scored. Damn right. And, and we appreciate that. We it's are amazing. pro celebration on this podcast. We want as much we're celebration. Pro, as we're pro possible. bat flips. Yeah. Like enjoy yourself. I like anybody who looks like they're having like a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so caps pens will be a really Really heated series, I think, uh, but I believe the Caps will probably prevail. Probably in oof, I see, six I or see, seven. I see it going six or seven. Six or I think seven. It's going to yeah, go away. Probably seven. Although yeah. it's just kind of one of those things. Where the longer it goes, the more anxiety that fan base is going to have for all their home games. It'll be reverse home field. It's true, um, and I would. I just read an article saying that uh, Mark Andre Fleury, the Penguins goalie. Is still suffering from concussion issues, so 
it looks like they're probably gonna have to start a uh, a rookie there. So that's gonna be tough with number eight doing a little yeah, dangle snipe selly. Because you know you got <laughs> you got Ovi dangle snipe selly selly hard. Oshi, you got Semen, you got Kuznetsov, and it's just like. Their power play is disgusting. So good luck with that, Penguins. Try not to take any penalties. All right, Finn. I think we've covered the first round. We've done as much prep as we can without knowing the outcome of Nashville Ducks for the second round. Mm. We've successfully avoided talking about the NFL. I think in future reference, those listening to this podcast will probably hover around the 30 to 40-minute range. Mm. You have anything left to say there, bud? I think uh, looking forward to uh, the second round. I think it'll be really uh, interesting, and uh, the heat, the pressure will be cranked up. Uh, looking for a lot more uh, uh, strong right. battles, and hopefully, the Hanson Carter quote right here. Hopefully, some uh, <laughs> hopefully some straight from NBC, such as uh, such as the Lightning Red Wing series. And if nobody caught that, you're gonna need to Google or YouTube, or do whatever you need to do to find the video of the craziness that was Justin Applicator from the Detroit Red Wings going completely straight psychopath in Game 3, I believe, against the Lightning. I want a lot of, Giving a lot of YouTube homework out to the people, this, but it's okay. It's okay. It's YouTube. If, if the people can't use YouTube... No, the people can use YouTube, and if people are like me, you just cost them till like 4 in the morning because that's a wormhole. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. It's all right. It's all right. Well, may ninety nine be with you. May ninety nine be with you, Joe. He shoots. He scores. Amen. <laughs>